Welcome to the Sailing Doodles podcast, or is this the Doodles podcast? I'm trying because we're not always sailing. Like right now, we're not sailing. Uh, so we're not sailing. No, we're we're on a uh, we're in an RV right now. So my guest today is Stephanie. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, it's been ten months now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, met you in Thailand. We've been dating and traveling ever since. So we haven't done one of these, I guess. Uh, last time we did a podcast, you was probably January, February. Really? I think so. I remember because like Floor and Megan had were were. I think oh, they just it, joined. Has it's, it been that long? Yeah, it's been that long. So wow. Yeah. So I, if you're watching this, so this this is on YouTube. It's on audio wherever you get your audio podcast. Um. So. Uh, if you'd like to view it, you can watch it on YouTube or it's on like uh, Spotify. Yeah, go on Spotify, look yeah. up Sailing Doodles podcast yeah. and it's You can listen there. in your car. You can listen to my beautiful voice. Oh yeah, she has in a the car. She does have, yeah. <laughs> so what uh, all right, so what all has changed, I guess. So you joined the boat well, last time we did podcast January, February, we kinda went into your background and all that, but like we've traveled quite a bit. We went all we've- through the Caribbean. We've been all throughout the Caribbean, all throughout Bahamas. Yeah. I mean, top to bottom, really. And we bottom Greece. to top, really. Greece. And, Greece. and now we're traveling across the United States. So it's like yep. we've covered so much ground within the last, I don't know, like even just that amount of travel that I just mentioned, we did within like only five, six months. Yeah. I mean, we took about a month off there. Well, maybe three weeks after. Um, when we went home for oh, like, yeah, like I went home, you went home too, but like three weeks out of like the amount of time yeah. we've traveled, I mean, it's, it's been a lot, but I think you and I both agree. We both don't like to be steady. Like, like we like to be traveling and moving. Is that what I meant? I don't well, know. yeah, no, I mean, it get, it definitely gets in your blood. Like I remember, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've been a pilot, like, so I was a pilot. I went to college for it. So after I got out of uh, college, I mean, you know, I traveled all over being a pilot. I mean, I was a corporate pilot. And then, uh, so the way, especially for charter companies back in the day, uh, we were gone for three weeks at a time or more. And then we'd go home for a week and then we'd be gone on the road. So it was kind of a nomadic lifestyle. And so then when- You get used to it. Yeah, you do. So this thing is like, yeah, you're, you're home for two weeks and you're like, I need to go somewhere. Yeah. Some people, you know, they're meant for that. And other people are like- People I know from home, they're like, I'm never leaving my town. And I'm like, why would you never leave? Well, I mean, there there is that. I mean, like, I can see how it can be comfortable. Like, because nothing, okay, when you're always on the road traveling, nothing's ever easy, right? Well, yeah. Like, for example, if you have a favorite coffee shop, right. you know, and you live in your town, it's so nice to be able to just go to that coffee shop. But for me, like, for example, I love matcha. I love matcha. I ice. hate matcha. I know you hate matcha. He hates matcha. She made me try some matcha ice cream the other day. It was awful. <laughs> well, whatever. So you don't like matcha, but I do. But I like matcha ice lattes, but you can't. We're in Kansas right now. You can't find in, in a coffee shop that sells. We're in the middle of nowhere in Kansas right we're now. We're in the middle of nowhere, but like. What, what's the, Joaquini? Like like, a, I don't even know that's how the name. I think there's like maybe a thousand it. people in this town. They have a KOA. That's where we're here. They have a KOA. They have a Dairy Queen. They have a, Dairy they have Queen. a McDonald's, they which have, I yeah. mean, honestly, after trap, like so far our RV trip, there's so much fast food in the Midwest and just in general. Just like, everywhere. Just everywhere. Well, I mean, we're on the highway, right? I mean, like that's all you see is fast food. You're traveling it's just by. like, but this town doesn't have a grocery store. Like I almost mm, feel bad. For, that's true. I don't like. I, I feel they have a little market. No, they have like a Family Dollar and a Dollar a fam- General. Uh, that's the thing. You'll see Family yeah. Dollar, Dollar Tree. Yeah. You'll see, at most, like a gas station convenience store. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing we talked about earlier. A little bit off air is, is that, you know, so this town used to be growing, right? And then when they put the interstate in, yeah. they bypassed the town, and now it's the freeway. So it used to be two-lane road going through the center of town, so they slowed down the speed limit down to 30 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, you pass through a town, you want to yeah. stop in, you plus, know, get some Yeah, get a cup of coffee, whatever. And then, but like, and plus you were in a car back then that was only doing 40, 50 miles an hour, and now you're on the highway bypassing Not the town doing carriage? 75. Well, I mean, I'm not that old. But yeah. I, I, I almost feel bad because it's like where do you get fresh produce you know where do you get fresh ingredients to cook so it's like you don't really see that here people are always i'm not assuming i'm just this is from what i see i see a lot of people just well she's so she she gave me a hypothetical earlier she's like would you okay would you would you you couldn't leave the city limits of this town for one year for three million dollars now 
think of any town for anyone listening, any town you've ever passed through that I mean it's They have a swimming pool, they have a public swimming pool. Oh, okay, so you'll be And fine. they have a volleyball court. You'll I saw be, that. I, I went for a run earlier today, I saw that. You'll be And they have like this old F fifteen mm-hmm. that's like in their park that I could go climb around on and stuff. Yeah, so if you have a chance, look up this town. I'm, again, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just it, uh, it's it's a nice little town. It's just a small little quaint town. But since we're we were just on the topic of wanting to move 24 seven, like we're always traveling for three million dollars. For three could million, could you stay in this town for one year for three million dollars? I mean, I give you one month, and then after <laughs> one month, you're gonna be like, I don't even give me like whatever one month of three million is, and yeah. I'll take that and I'll go. Okay. So that's what the. I didn't include that in the bet. So every month you stay, like, for example, 12 months of the year, you, you get $3 million. So whatever of that one-twelfth of what you get. Oh, so I get one-twelfth? So I could, like, leave after, like, four months and walk yeah. over the million dollars? Oh, absolutely, I'm doing it then. Absolutely, I'm doing it. So every deal. month you stay, you get whatever amount that equals out to. So sure. 12 divided by three, what is that? Uh, no, it's a, so, so it's like eight, 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 I'm sorry, like $80,000 a month. Yeah, so. 100% I'm doing that. So f- you can't leave though the city limits. Like right. I'm like, yeah, absolutely like, for eighty thousand dollars a month. Like, I'm doing that. Wait, no, no, no. Sorry, I was thinking a million divided by three. We're looking at like no, we're looking at like two hundred forty thousand dollars a month. Absolutely, I'm sticking around. I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, heck, I'm giving it a shot. I would actually pay for okay. a camera to follow you around right, okay. just to see how you. Okay, so if there's any millionaire out there that would like to do this, where it's, <laughs> you want to do $3 million for me to stay in this town uh, and not this leave. This town, though. This because town. Because this town. Absolutely. I'm staying. I would again, do it. it's, you know, you see fields of grass and there's cows. Yes, it's Go beautiful. to sailingdoodles.com. You can get in, talk, get in touch with us and we'll make it happen. Honestly, get in touch with me because I'll set up <laughs> the rules. And then if you have the money. Well, does, what does that mean? You're staying too then? No, no, no. I'm watching from like a computer, like a van, like while I travel. I mean, we're splitting up. What's going on with that? In the next podcast, we'll discuss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'll, I'd stay with you, but I think we would have to, then we would have to split it. Oh, okay. I see. So how it is. if I stay, we're splitting it. Okay. But still, we would make a lot so of money. So what if you leave halfway through? You're like, screw it. We, we annoy each other so much because we, we. We're with each other 24 7. I know, for the but past like we're always months. moving around somewhere else. And if we were stuck in like this trailer for, you know, however long. Yeah, but we did that with a boat for like six months. Yeah. We only saw each other. But we're always traveling around, going somewhere else. Now you're just stuck in a trailer, and like the furthest you can go is like a mile and a half away. I feel like we could make it work. Okay. I don't know. I feel like you, I'm getting the <laughs> I'm getting the feeling it might not work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so I don't know if that... So anyway, it was a nice little hypothetical there, so yeah. Yeah. But uh, so we we are in the RV. We're actually headed west. Uh, we kind of. I mean, I started this trip a little bit without you. I went from Dallas up yeah. to Nashville through. And then I met you in Nashville. Yeah, and then we did my family reunion. Now we're headed west uh, to. We're eventually going to Burning Man. I'm excited for that. It's my first time. Yep. First ever Burning Man. So if anyone has any advice for me, because this guy he's been giving me advice. But I think he's been doing it for so long that he's just like, whatever, go with the flow. I'm well, all is, for That's it. pretty much it. Yeah, and, people, I, no, and, so that, and I agree. But so, okay, that's the thing with Burning Man is that people, especially their first year or two, especially their first year, is they get so hyped up on like, oh, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. And no, you don't need any of that. Well, that's the thing. I don't, like, I know it's, I think for me, I'm like, structure is okay. something. Well, but so it's not only that, but it's also people their first year get so caught up on like, what all do I need to bring? And like, not, not just things, but like they get up on the process. Like I have to think of everything I need. Like, no, you'll figure it out when you get there. It's fine. The only thing I would recommend is bring extra socks. I heard you say that before on the phone with someone. So I'm definitely, I did bring, I bought a pack of socks, Hanes socks, like the, Mm. like two packs of like the ones you get like at Walmart. Yeah. So I got those. And you'll probably throw them away. They'll get be really gross. Oh no. I mean, I'm expecting like, I'm not buying expensive things either. I mean, I'm wearing like the most simplest things, whatever I had in my closet, kind of like. She bought a monkey backpack today. Okay. We bought. <laughs> it, was your ma- idea. it was your idea. <laughs> the narrative is changing with the t- storytelling. Uh-huh. We bought, match- not matching, but similar animal backpacks. Yeah. And they're really fun. And we're going to wear them to Burning Man. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. Um, he was staring at it though first and I was like, for Burning Man? He's like, okay, yeah. I mean, hey, 
yeah, See, it's okay. fun. The, what, what I always tell people Burning Man is, is that um, the, the way I've best been able to explain Burning Man to people is that people have the wrong idea about it. They think it's, they think it's either some drug thing or a sex thing or something like that. No, what it is, is that, uh, or, or a big giant party. I mean, whatever you want to find, you can probably find it there. But what it is, is that, so when you're uh, five years old and you see Mickey Mouse for the first time, you're like, oh my God, it's Mickey Mouse. You freak out and you're like, and then, or you see a water slide for the first time. You're like, oh man, a water slide. Sweet. Awesome. That's great. Well, when you're 35 or 45, you've seen Mickey Mouse. You've seen all the water slides. There's not a whole lot of new stuff, right? And so you're, you're not really necessarily jaded. It's just, there's nothing new, right? You've experienced most everything. So when you go into this, you're like, yeah, whoa, this is cool. Yeah, you see a lot of like, you'll see a, a giant elephant you know, like mechanical elephant that shoots flames out of its trunk, you know, going down the playa and you're like, wow, I've never seen that before. I've been looking at pictures and just um, like reading about people's experiences and watching videos because again, I, I am going into the mindset of like, it's just very free and I'm, I'm just going to go with the flow and have fun. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of, and I know it's more of like an art expression, not really a music festival. It's more like, no, it's not really a music festival. It's like people, you know, I but I understand why like people like me are kind of confused the first year going into it because it's kind of an exclusive thing. Like well, people, all, like when I tell people I'm going to Burning Man, they're like, "How? How did you get in? Like, how did? It's, it's expensive. I mean, well, see, that's the thing is like we've been going every year since 2013. Okay, and so we did. We for our first year there was a group of uh, like five of us, and we rented an RV and we went, and it wasn't too terribly expensive, but I mean, it wasn't cheap. I mean, yeah, I know, a couple you thousand have, dollars each, but you know, people have jobs. Yeah. People have to. Well, you got to take a week off work. Take a week that. off, almost two weeks to yeah. set so up and clean up. Time, yeah, but and then, then and you got to drive all the way out. But like, yeah, it's 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 a lot of work, and it, like I think it's also just kind of like you. You can kind of buy tickets, but it's more so like you can when there's like enough left over. Well, so, but that's the thing is like, so since 2013, after that, we started our own theme camp. It was a big application process, whatever. They accepted us. And so every year we... Oh, so you can apply to have your own camp. Yes. Okay. And so so we, it's not like a generational thing. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like we got, we did it, right? And so now it's a lot easier because they know us and they know that... Like, okay, so in order to get an assigned camping spot there, <clears throat> in order to get an assigned camping spot there, you actually have to contribute something to Burning Man, right? You can't just show up and be like, okay, where's the party? Let's go. Like, we have a double-decker dome we bring, and we have, like, a bar. So, like, at Monday through Friday, we have a bar, open bar. It's, like, free, right? So you, Yeah, everything's like, free there. Everything's so free. The point is, like, to go and not have to worry. That's the point, right? Yeah, it's free. and then... And then, so we, then we have, we have games that we play. We do all these different things. So we actually contribute something. I mean, we spend a lot of money doing that. So that's how we get a, a assigned camping spot every year. If you, but that's the thing is that like, you know, starting that from scratch, like, okay, I want to start my own theme camp is probably pretty hard, I would say. But yeah. And also too, if you're someone who's not part of a camp, but wants to go, you have to, you have to find a camp, right? Or you have to bring your own stuff and like bring a tent and just kind of like. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. You okay. can do that. You can just show up and like bring a tent. It's the problem is that you're probably going to be camped pretty far outside of everything. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be far away from all the action. Um, and you don't necessarily know everything you need to bring, right? I mean, yeah. like, so, uh, so the thing with our camp is we have camp dues. This year, our camp dues are pretty expensive because, uh, well, we haven't had it for two years. Yeah. And so. Uh, so it's like $800 a person for our camp dues, but that covers our store. We have two storage units in yeah. Nevada. And so we store all the bicycles there. So we provide the bicycles. We do all that stuff. So like we didn't have Burning Man for two years. So like we're paying extra this year for two years worth of storage. That's not whatever. And then we have a porta potty delivered. We have uh, a 500 gallon tank of potable water delivered that we can refill. We have a 500 gallon tank of, uh, uh, gray water that you, you know, you can dump whatever. And then we have, uh, you know, we have the bar set up. We have all that. I, I, mean, I have to buy all the little things. Port, I don't know if I said porta potty. We, have, did say port -a -potty. we have a shower. Yeah. So, so it's, so I guess what the point is, what I'm, what I, what I was trying to say is for someone who's never been, you don't mm -hmm. really know what to expect because again, it is kind of like an exclusive thing. So right. for me, like, you know, you have a first time burning man person. What do you call him? A burner? Yeah. Okay. And you have someone who's been doing it for almost. I was just thinking, yeah, when, when you 
when you're Burning Man Virgin, you got to do something when you enter, so that'll be fun. What is it? I'm not telling you. I know. I read there's like a ritual for yeah, people yeah. who like, it's their first time. They uh-huh. like have to get bathed or something. Yes. Or, I, I, f- I forgot about that till now, so yeah. So, <laughs> great. All right. Whatever. I mean, See, like, so I had a friend, so th- there's all kinds of camps there. You can do... I mean, like, so our camp dues are $800 a person, but yeah. like, that's pretty basic, right? Yeah. I mean, like, that's just getting a porta potty shower, that kind of stuff. Like, I have friends that go and their camp dues are like five or 10 grand. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, but like, because they have these, what, do they have like crazy wood sculptures or Well, crazy no, art? no, no, no. I mean, like, these people have like a, I don't know, like a, a megawatt generator that runs 24 7 so they can plug in their air conditioner and yeah. their refrigerator. So it's like, People who are like very basic with like, kind of living like simple versus people who are like, right. you know, they need 2,000 gallon yeah. tank of water. Well, no, so I, I, like, I, I, I had a friend that asked to camp with us this, this time and, and she's like, yeah, I just have my yurt and I have my refrigerator and an air conditioner. So I don't, I don't need a whole lot of power. I'm like, no, 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 we don't, we don't have a generator that runs like 24 seven. No, like you run it when you're going to sleep. No, I mean like, so the generator we have, we bring a generator actually it's, my generator that we use and we that that powers like uh the uh, so like we have a bar club area with dance and music and all that so that powers that but yeah. like when we're not doing that the generator's off right yeah. we're not doing it to like power or anything else but yeah yeah so do you like run your rv at all like when you're in it sure i mean well like only when you're using it and then turn everything yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, I don't leave it running. Well, that's the thing because you're like the whole point of Burning Man is like to be out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not hanging out in here. The only time is like to rest and shower and yeah. do what you got to do and then. But I'm excited. I think mm-hmm. I'm just a little like I don't know what to expect. I also haven't been doing too much like reading about it because I kind of want to go open minded and just like see everything for the first time and just yeah. experience it and not like have a whole idea about it. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean. <laughs> my sister, she 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 lives in Nevada, right. and she wants Nevada. She, Nevada, sorry, Neva- Neva- like the Nevada. Nevadian. I mean, I do it too. I say Nevada, but like if you're actually from Nevada, you say Nevada. Nevada. All right, so sorry. my sister lives in Nevada, yeah. and you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to like um, an art music festival. I'm sure she's heard of Burning Man. No, so she's like, oh, what's it called? And I'm like, Burning Man. She goes, Are you kidding me? Yeah. She's like, why do you, like, why do you get to go? I've been living here for over a year and I've been like, but she's been wanting to go, you know, forever. So yeah. she's just super jealous. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I want to, but I've also well, that's what always you do, wanted right? to As go As a to, sibling, you're supposed to make your siblings jealous. Well, yeah, that's what we've, you know, we do it back and forth to each other, yeah. but, um, I've always wanted to go too. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah. This, this is pretty my last year that I go full time. So like it, it's a, it's a. People don't realize, I mean, like, so we have this established camp. So that means Burning Man opens on sun, on a Sunday. We have to be there on the Friday before to start building our bar and, and all that. I mean, like, we have the we have a double-decker dome, and then we have another shade structure over the bar, and we got to set up our bar and all our lighting and all our music and all that stuff. It takes time. It does take time. So we have to get there the Friday before and set it up. And then, of course, we have to take it all down. So Burning Man goes Sunday through Sunday, really. So, so, so Sunday night, so you leave the next Monday. So it's like nine days. Plus, then we're there two days before. So we're there 11 days. And 11 days in the desert is a, a lot. lot. So this will be the last year that I go the full time. Like, what I'm going to do, I think, starting next year is I'll go Friday before, and then I'll leave. Like midway through the week. Well, I'll, be, I'll leave on the next Thursday. Didn't you say, like, that follow that after you know the sunday it starts so that friday the, the following weekend isn't yeah. that like the weekend where like all the well yeah i mean so like you get um i don't know that's what you told me yeah yeah so so like that thursday really is when you you get the people that are just showing up like for the weekend to party yeah and you know they're the ones that are they're pay they paid somebody else to bring in their rv you know and then they they're paying 20 grand to have their somebody bring in an RV and all the stuff they need bring in their own bring in their bikes and do everything for them so it gets really yeah yeah basically and so like it's not as fun right I mean like the first five six days you're there it's really great because all the people that are there all the people that got there early and actually are contributing and did something and so that's what I really enjoy being there and then so that's what I mean like so I'm gonna help set up next year and then I'll stay until Thursday and I'll leave Thursday and then yeah and then I mean the one thing I'm worried about is like partying for 11 days. I think I'm going to have a little. 
You got to take a break. Plus, you don't drink a whole lot out there because it's so hot. Yeah, no. I mean, I brought a water backpack, which I'm really excited to use this. Don't shit on it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I can't wait to use it. Sorry. So, so far on this trip, we did Fall Creek Falls. Uh, went through Nashville for a little bit. Uh, what did we do after that? We went to... We were in Kentucky. We went to Kentucky. And then we were in Kansas City. Kansas City. And then now we're here. And then tomorrow we're heading out to Denver for What did you think days. of Kansas City? I actually really... Okay, so, I mean, I haven't really been out west or the Midwest, really. Um, Kansas City was pretty cool. I mean, I... I don't know. We went to this one part of Kansas City. We're around know. the west. We technically it was in Kansas, not Missouri. Yeah. Well, we, no, I'm saying about where we went out in Kansas City. Mm. So, like, I guess it was like downtown Kansas City. Yeah, it was near the um, World War One Museum. We kind of walked. To, yeah. well, then we walked across the little railroad tracks, and we were over there in that. I don't remember what area. But it, like, it's a really nice area. Yeah. They had a, like a lot of cool restaurants, cool bars. Yeah. I mean, just cool art too. Like I, a lot of museums. Well, yeah, that's one thing I would say is that the World War One Museum was pretty cool. We had to rush through it because they were closing. I'm sad. I wish we kind of got there. Yeah. And did a little like you need at least like an hour or two. Yeah. In yeah. That World War One. We Museum. we did it in half an hour, and it wasn't. We had to <laughs> skip through a lot of stuff. Yeah, and it was just more like looking and glancing. But I actually really wanted to read a lot of the stuff yeah. they had. I mean, I they want to watch the whole video. That looked pretty cool. I know. We watched like five minutes of it, and we had to keep moving. I know there was a Harley Davidson, like the, 1917, the 1917 Harley, the only one in existence. Yeah. Known anyway. And that's really cool. Yeah. Um, they and just had a lot of really cool stuff that I wish yeah. we had time to look through. But Kansas City, I really liked. I didn't think I would, not that I didn't think I would like it. It was more so like I didn't. Ex- she considers it a flyover state. And so she's like, she's from New York, right? So like anything that's Shut not up. New York, she's like, I want to Kansas. Who would want to live there? Missouri. <laughs> I'm just so used to so many people. Oh, exactly. So when I go to cities that are like population of 300,000, I'm like, Oh my God, that's... Well, Kansas City, I believe, was like, I mean, the city proper. I mean, I saw a sign that said like 450 or 500,000, but that's just that, you know, there's, I mean, you add the suburbs on that, you got to be well over a million, million and a half. Yeah. I guess I'm just so used to having like 8.3 million people live. more than that in New York, and then like 12 million? I don't know. That was 8.3. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but still, I guess I'm just so used to the busyness that when I go to cities that aren't, like, as busy, it is kind of nice. Because I'm like, okay, everyone's not crammed. It's not as dirty. Well, I mean, like, well, move here for $3 million a year. <laughs> if that is true, I would live here for a few months. <laughs> I really would. I'd Just like, a few months. You wouldn't try to do the whole thing. I would do to, I would do it to whatever I can do it to. Okay. I wouldn't mm-hmm. put a time limit. I'd just be like, let's see how long I can do it. If I did for a full year, I'd be really proud of what myself. What if it was, it was all or nothing? I'd still do it. I mean, you know what it is. I I I, ne- I would need to stay in a in a town with a grocery store. I like to cook. I can't eat McDonald's. You can every have day. stuff delivered. But does my delivery count if it goes over state lines? No, I mean you line, you can't leave. You can't leave. You can have stuff delivered. Yeah, but I don't think they have delivery service. Out you here. can get. I mean, hello, 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 Fresh is a sponsor. Hello. Oh, not of this, but of Sailing Doodles. And I'm sure they could deliver you some food that you can cook. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Or I'd just work on a farm. I'd learn how to... And you can't even go to the farm. It's outside the city limits. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Dang. Okay. So it's all or nothing. I need to, like... I would train for a triathlon. Yeah, of course. Well, you can't ride your bike too far. I would just ride limits. around. Just do loops in the city. I would just do loops. But, yeah. I mean, I would do something where it's going to take me, like five, six hours a day at least to, like, train for something. I'll be super ripped, I'll be in great shape, and I'll, like, kill a triathlon yeah. in a whole year, and then I'll be, like, and I'm $3 million richer. This is great. So you spent most of the last 10 months, well, no, I mean, it was, I guess, uh, I spent a good portion of it on the dark side, monohole, power yacht, right? I spent a lot of it on the dark okay. side. Uh, so... And we just got back from the Bahamas, and we spent uh, a week on a sailing cat. So you did spend your first experience with me was on, on a, a cat, on, on a, a sailing, a sailing cat. cat. But I mean, it was your first one, right? So like, whatever. You weren't used to be the lifestyle. I was a virgin. Yeah. So like, what? Uh, how did you like? So we were on a Bali forty-two for a week. How did you like that? The Bali. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I think after being on 
so many boats, like so many different boats within the course of the last 10 months. Mm -hmm. You, I get, I get why when you go on a boat, you're like, I like this, but I don't like this. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Those like certain things. I like the boat. There was just certain details I would sure. say that I didn't love. Like the bathroom and the bedrooms. Yeah. The bathrooms were awful. Were too small. Like well, to live the, on. Like the, the problem is, is they're setting that up for a, a charter boat. And so, you know, it's th well, four toilets and two showers and they're trying to cram all that in like one small area it's only a 42 foot boat and so i get it yeah. i totally do oh my god I just whew. don't do that um so i get there was like that and uh i guess the wattage on the generator was too well so it was like yeah, you couldn't it, power the main salon with the bedrooms ac both on not saying the thing is it was really hot in the bahamas when we went yeah so and I was super sunburnt, so it would have been nice to like just go upstairs in the main salon and just like. Well, I mean, I, and I, I don't. I mean, I've I've only had two experiences on a Bali now, and and both of them I felt have had pretty weak electrical systems. Yeah. Uh, not just generator. I mean, like I, I think they're. You know, they, they they put too small of inverters on there. Yeah. They put uh, the breakers are too small. I mean, like you know, they, it's like every time somebody used the forward head, it would trip the breaker. You yeah, know? and it was just. But those are just small things. So we get overall. Well, I know, but I mean, it, but you know, it eventually that adds up, right? No, I'm just saying about what I like and what I don't like about yeah. overall. I liked I like sailing cats. I like yeah. the width. I like the ability to like kind of really sit up front. I like the fact the feeling and the sound of sailing. I do like that super soothing. Even when we did the um, sailing sailboat in Greece, the mm -hmm. Benetel, right? Was it sixty? Sixty-two. Yeah, it was nice. But then there's like a difference between us, like a monohull and a sailing cat. Like, well, I mean, I, I think I mean number one, that was a sixty-two foot boat, so it's huge. But uh, I've always said the on a catamaran, the entertaining and the deck space is way better. Yeah. Um, but. Where you, the drawback is the the cabins. I mean, so your cabins, like I mean, on that Veneto we were on, we had a full walk around bed. Our bathroom was huge. Yeah, it's so and nice. We had a lot of space. Whereas even on a forty-two foot cat, uh, you know, our our bed was. I mean, it the, was, you have the bed, you have a little bit the of wall. floor space and, and a wall. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, so it's like we both couldn't be. We couldn't both be trying to grab something out of the closet at the same time. No, you would be one person. In the room at a right, time, right, unless right, we're basically. both going to sleep. Exactly, and then the thing is, is like you're crawling over the bed to get on it, right? You're not yeah. walking on the side. So, like, I'm so used to your boat. Yeah. Like, you know, you have a full bedroom. Like, yeah, we both can be in the there. Walk-in closet, walk-in closet, bathtub, drawers, everything. Uh, like shelf space, which is hard to find on a yeah. boat. Like, just in general, like being able to have space to put things. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that, so that's one thing. So my new boat that uh, I, by the time this podcast comes out, it will be, that information will be up and running. So uh, check it out. It's uh, just Sailing Doodles um, on YouTube. You can, you know, our, one of our more recent videos is my, uh, so it's a, an Island Spirit 52. Uh, so it's 10 feet longer than that Bali 42. And with that, it's well, also- to customize, right? Well, yeah. To how you kind of want it to be. Sure, but it's also- so it's 10 feet longer and it's going to be, I don't know how wide that Bali was, but it's going to be like five feet wider as well. So it's going to be really so the, So, so yeah, the, it'll have it queen just, size that beds. That Bali needed a little, like it just needed more room. Like if it was just a little wider and longer. Mm -hmm. The other thing I didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's every boat, right? If you, but you get boatitis, you're like, oh, I wish this boat was just a little bigger. Then you get in that boat and you're like, oh, I just wish it was a little bigger. But you know then you get in is? that boat and you're like, but oh, you know what it is though? I wouldn't want anything too big either because it's she like said. child. I just, it's like, just because, you know, there also wasn't any like airflow on well, that. Well, so that's, so that was like an issue for me. Like I can deal with the small cabins because at the end of the day, right. I'm not really spending a lot of time there. What annoyed me was like, there was no airflow space, like airflow. Right. So there was no hatches. Mm -hmm. So like, even if like, say, the AC wasn't working. I'll be like, whatever, just open a hatch. Right. So, well, that's a difference. Okay, so that's a Bali thing, and that's kind of a more of a budget, uh, I don't know, uh, like a charter catamaran, right? So okay. the, the, the Bali's are not really built for someone cruising full-time. 
The Bollies yeah. are specifically built for charter. Yeah. Right? And they are great charter boats. They really oh, are. It was a great boat. But the thing is, is they don't. And so like a charter guest is just going to run the generator the whole time and have air yeah, conditioning. Yeah, but if you're going to run the generator the whole time, at least have it uphold the amount of. Well, true. <laughs> so it's like one or yeah. the other. So, but I mean, if you're actually cruising, you want to have a hatch that can open because you don't want to run your generator all the time. Number one, it's the fuel. Number two, you're putting a lot of wear and tear on that generator. Yeah. I mean, if you're running that generator 12 hours a day. I mean, whenever you're going to bed or charging the batteries and all that, I mean, like, because you have to have air, because you, I mean, like, literally in that aft cabin, there were no hatches. So we had to run the air conditioner That's at night. Thing. or I would be just be changing, ridiculous. and I'm like, I'm sweating. Yeah. yeah. And so and I, the, there was no, and that's another thing you'll see on a lot of catamarans, they have those like mini fans in the corner yeah, that you can turn awful. on. We had one in our bedroom. Yeah, and it, and it didn't, and it didn't work. work. I mean, that, that's the thing is they, that's the thing with the charter companies too, or the charter boats is they put those cheap fans in them i mean and i actually so that beneteau 50 that i sailed across the pacific we tried out a lot of different fans it came with those cheap plastic fans that moved nowhere i finally found a couple because we didn't have air conditioning in the boat we didn't have a generator on that boat i mean we had to have the hatches open and everything and it, you know it i mean yeah you're in the south pacific it's only getting down to like 80 at night right so you're still i mean you it's got hot. it's hot and so I finally found a couple fans that just really moved a lot of air and we yeah. installed those. And so you put those in the bedroom and even though it's 80 degrees, if you got a fan blowing on yeah. you, you're fine. See, I like to sleep in like cold, but again, I could sleep in warmth as long as there's air moving. Yeah. So it was just kind of frustrating on the Bali, like how there was just at least if there was hatches in a fan, I'd be like, whatever, who needs yeah. to run the AC? But well, I do, so you can't the, be dependent on an AC like the generator and then not have any hatches, yeah. but then have a not a large wattage of generator yeah. juice space. I don't know juice. <laughs> Sorry, did you say juice space? <laughs> juice space, comma. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I mean, but the one thing that, that the Bali did have good. I mean, I, I like the open concept of it and yeah. the window, the door yeah. opening up, put a lot of air through there, and that's kind of the exciting thing on the on the new uh, island spirit 52 i'm getting um uh is that it does have a door going forward so the the forward deck up there uh, where the trampoline is and it's got a seating area up there so it has a door open plus it has two hatches in the windows up there in that front so you get a lot of airflow moving through the boat and then it's got um you know it's got sliding doors i'm pretty sure that so it's got a double sliding door and a double window i think they open up all the way so it's not like so it's not like the opening of the garage. Well, it's not like, it's not that, but like, so it's got double sliding doors and it's not like one door slides into the other one. It's like both doors slide completely away. Oh, so you so get you a have... double door opening and then the windows are the same way. Like you, it's not just one window sliding into the other one. It's like both windows can go sliding completely away. So it should get a lot of airflow going through there. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, plus it'll have, you know, uh, the the generator uh, that comes with it, I believe, is like uh, I'd have to look it up, but I believe it's like fifty kilowatt generator. It's crazy. Oh, wow. like, so I it's know really what that means. Well, <laughs> uh, it's pretty powerful. Uh, let me see if I can look it up here. I think I've got it. Um, me, I'm like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember where I put all that stuff, but um, anyway, yeah, here we goes. Uh, it is. Let's see, that's not the right. Oh, the electric. Um, it is a. Uh, 55 kilowatt generator. So that's really big. Okay. That's like, uh, I mean, that's that's like a, well, probably 70 horsepower motor, right? So it's really big. Well, for, I mean, that's whatever. And so it'll it'll power everything on the boat plus to charge the batteries. And Are all you that. excited to have, oh my gosh. Are you excited to have a boat now where you can sail again? Yeah, I mean, it's still going to be a year away. I mean, the main thing about having a boat that I can sail again is... Um, uh, I want to go back across the South Pacific. So, and that's, yeah. I mean, a motor yacht's great. Um, and, and the dark side, I mean, is perfect for just doing the Bahamas or something like that. I love that boat. Yeah. I mean, it's really comfortable. That's the thing is that boat's really comfortable. It is. It, it, that's, I think that's what made living on it super easy because it almost felt like kind of a, an apartment. Yeah. And like it had a full kitchen, full fridge, a full, you know, living room yeah. is what, you would say, but what do you call it in boat terms? Salon. Salon. And then like the upstairs too, like you had a whole outdoor area, even if it rained, you know, you could sit out there yeah. and, and then you had a whole aft 
deck basically and then you have the whole front too and then i mean so so uh, the difference is is that expect even on when you're when you're on a sailboat and you're underway i mean especially if you're just sailing it's i mean it's awesome to be out there doing that whereas you're on a motor yacht underway it's kind of like okay let's just get there yeah that's how i feel with my experiences of being on a sailboat and then being on a on a motor yacht like comfortability wise your boat's really comfortable but when we would go on our way it's like almost as if the boat shakes your core because <laughs> well, it's like because it's loud and because yeah. you have two twin double whatever it is like what are they i don't know <laughs> twin detroit diesel 720 horsepower yes two stroke yes Diesels? okay yeah is that don't embarrass mean? you like this <laughs> how do you not know your engines come on you've said it so many times i don't know how i don't know but it's like that is so loud. You can't watch or talk really or really like do anything besides like just. Well, maybe. Okay. So that boat is designed. I mean, it, it obviously we've done plenty of overnight passages on that boat, but it's really designed to get up and go during the day. Yeah. So like the thing is, is that say you've got a hundred miles to go on a sailboat, that's an overnight, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing, you know, a, your average sailboat will do like 150 miles a day. Right, so if you got a hundred miles, that's going to take you eighteen hours to get there, um, and so also depending on the wind, yeah, and, depending and on the wind and all that, and so water. then it's an overnight sail, right? Either way you look at it, you leave at six in the evening and near there at noon the next day. Um, whereas a motor yacht, you leave at eight a.m. and you're there like four p.m. Right, so you're there yeah. same day. So it's it's really designed to get there same day, and that's the cool thing about the Caribbean is that generally speaking, there like when we came back, there was only to and, and we didn't even have to um so when we were coming back in my boat from the caribbean to florida there was only really one leg where we had to do an overnight mm-hmm. um and that was from well, you know what i don't we probably could have even made it if we just didn't care about the fuel we probably could have made it but you know what we could have absolutely we could have so we went from samana which is like in the bay of samana on the east side of dominican republic and straight up to anagua it was like 150 miles or whatever it was if we had actually gone to puerto plata and stayed there a night and then got up the next day and left it would have only been a few hours five or six hours over yeah. to, uh, to just because you have to get out of the bay and go all yeah. the way around which is like take so some time we did some overnights but mostly that was because of our crewing situation like we couldn't go to the united states with our crew mm-hmm. you know so like we left saint martin and instead of going to the Vir- u.s virgin islands and hanging out there and then going to puerto rico and hanging yeah. out there so we could have all done day trips on the the dark side all the way to florida whereas you on i mean on a sailboat that wouldn't have been possible we would have done many overnights getting yeah there. well that's the thing i think the dark side's great for going throughout the day because you know you're just like sitting out in the front or like in the back or you know you're sitting in the helm station like you're just like enjoying the view but when we're doing an overnight passage on the dark side and you're tired it's like so loud and yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of little whereas if you're on a sailboat it's it's so nice all right so if you had to choose between the beneteau 62 or that catamaran we were just on the bali 42 the beneteau okay yeah if it was a different catamaran, I pre- like yours coming out, choose yours. Mm-hmm. I, again, it's not that I don't like the Bali. I think it's just like the Beneteau has more things that wouldn't like, would just be easier. Right. I mean, it, the living space is better. The kitchen space was great. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, all the bedrooms were great. I would say on that Beneteau, I would get rid of that bunk room and add another bathroom right well again that one was that boat was set up for charter okay i'm just saying if it was mine yeah yeah. and overall though like i mean it was just such a nice boat it was beautiful Mm -hmm. like such a beautiful boat the inside the outside i thought it had great space overall um but if i could choose just between um you know maybe your catamaran and the Beneteau, probably your catamaran, just because I like the width, I like the size, I like how you can entertain more so on a catamaran. Yeah. So coming up uh, with the rest of this trip, so by the way, if you guys, if, if um, you're not watching Glamping Doodles on YouTube, check that out. Uh, mm-hmm. 
we uh, travel all over doing the RV thing as well. Plus, we actually have doing some stuff where we're not actually just RVing. We're going to destinations and filming that as well. Yeah. Uh, but so coming up, we're like so tomorrow, we're headed to Denver. I'm so excited. You've never, you've never been? For some weird reason, I've always wanted to go to Colorado. I think something just about it attracts to me so much. I'm afraid if I go, I'm, I want to stay. <laughs> oh, it's pretty great. I mean, Denver, Denver. All my ex- friends live there, and they're like, oh, yeah. they love it. Well, I mean, Denver in the summer is really nice, uh, yeah. and, and the mountains. I mean, like we're so we're we're going to Denver tomorrow. Um, actually, we're staying in Westminster. Um, and uh, it's actually hard to find an RV park. And, and I was going to say, yeah. I think, it, I mean, generally I was just looking at the West Coast and RV parks. And, you know, that's kind of like you the- consider ho- Denver the West Coast? It's on the West Coast. What? what would you say the Midwest? No, it's, it's Rocky Mountains. It's on, the, it's on like front range of the Rocky Mountains. Okay, I'm just talking about like- I'm from, like, the East Coast, okay, and I'm just re- referring it to the West Coast. Again, I haven't been really to... Don't make fun of me. I'm not making fun of you, Yankee. Making, shut up. The Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I was going to with this <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's really nice, though. I mean, like, there actually, there are quite a few RV... like few, It's few, hard. All right, that's what I was going to say. It's really hard trying to find an RV park. Well, a lot of them are booked up in advance. Well, I mean, like people will book them months and months or years in advance. Yeah, they can be. Like I was, I mean, we're going to Yosemite with my sister. She lives in Nevada. Nevada. And like just trying to find an RV park around Yosemite is really expensive. Yeah. Like $150 a night. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, so. But it's like your view is like, the mountains, sure. the park, you're in the wild. It's well, really cool. I mean, there's places on the East Coast too, like Dustin, Florida is pretty expensive like that. Um, but you consider Florida the West Coast? East Coast. West East Coast? Yes, I do consider Florida the East Coast. <laughs> I was trying to make fun of you and now I just told yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I do consider it the East Coast. Uh, I failed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dang it. But uh, so, I mean, so it's not too bad is this place in Denver that we're going to. It's actually a, it's a city uh, park type thing. Um, so yeah. I, I think we get four nights there for not too bad, but then we are going to, to Breckenridge, um, after that. And that's expensive. So we're doing two nights in Breckenridge, which is like $120 a night. And then two nights at, uh, this parking lot in Dillon Lake, which is next to Breckenridge, which is only like $20 a night, but there's, I mean, it's just a parking lot, but you can RV there. Um, no so, water hookup. No, no, none of that. None of that. And then after that, we're going to Carbondale um, for, I, I think, four days. really nice. Yeah, yeah. We should do good we just, there. We, um, I'm sad we just missed it. In Carbondale, they had a mountain fair. It's a music festival. Okay. It was a fair. We missed it, though. Okay. Uh, and then after that, I think Moab is on the way. So we'll hit, hit Moab. I don't know. It might be hot. I don't know. I've done, Mo- I've done Moab, but I can't remember what time of year it was that I did it, but. I don't know. This is all new to me. I don't even know what Moab, Moab, Moab is. Really? In Utah? It's beautiful. They got the, oh, the Arches Utah? National. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going through Salt, oh Salt Lake and all that. We may actually go south of Salt Lake after. But always they have the Arches Natu- National Park, and where they, so they have the, I believe they're windblown arches that you can go see. It's pretty cool. Oh, man. This is going to be so cool. Yeah. And then after that, we, we've got reservations to be in Reno on the 22nd because we got to get our stuff ready to go to Burning Man on the 26th. Woo! So yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up. It'll be a pretty busy, but I mean, so the way I like to RV is that I don't like booking things months in advance because like, what if, you know, okay, we're, we're, so, so for instance, my friends, uh, Manny and Melinda are in Denver, so we are going to go see them in Denver and then they were going to go, uh, up to, uh, where were they going to go? Jackson hole after that, but they're like, well, we'll just come with you to Carbondale. I think they are anyway. I don't know if they booked their stuff yet. And so it's kind of like the thing is, is like... Go with the flow. Go with the flow, right? So if you meet some cool people or you want to do something different or somebody says, oh, you got to check this place out, instead of going, oh, well, I have reservations. I'm prepaid for the month in Yeah, it's like the whole point of RVing is like exploring and just taking your home with you to go wherever you want. Well, the problem is, is that like so many people these days, like yeah. I, I love Telluride is like my favorite place on the planet. They're fully booked for all of 2022 for the RV See, park. See, that's annoying. Yeah. What I've noticed us RVing, and we've only done it, we did it in December, and yeah. we're doing it. We've a little done different it in December because it's not peak season. Everyone's 
in Florida. Yeah, well, they, yeah, Florida in, was busy. Or but... some are warm. Yeah. What I find annoying is that if you have an RV, and I'm sorry if this offends anyone. Oh, you're going to offend somebody? I don't know. The whole point of having an RV is to move around. Right. So don't park your butt for the whole summer in one spot. Yeah. Isn't the point of you having an RV to move around? Yeah, I agree. Like, so when we meet people well, the at same these RV parks, yeah. they're like, oh, I've been here for a year. I'm like, move. You have four wheels. Go. Well, I mean, it's the same way with boats and cruisers and all that. I meet people all the time that like, you know, I'm like sorry. they're on cruising and then they end up in Key West and they just stay there. It's like, that kind of frustrates me and I don't even own this RV. And I'm like, so like, for example, you want to go, you know, tell your ride. Like, and you just want to go. Say you had family live there. You can't just, go. You can't go. Nope. Because people have booked it last year, yeah. which I think is, they shouldn't let you do. What I think RV parks should do. Just, it's all about money. I understand that. But for me, if I had my own RV park, I'd be like, no. I don't care. I don't know. The RV, no. the RV park, no. people, they no, don't no, no, own no. the RV park so that they can be altruistic and be like, oh, no, I want to, no, 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 no. they want to make, they own that RV park so they can make money. Which I agree with. Yes. You need, you need to make money. You have a business. I get it. Mm -hmm. But you would still make money if you put a limit on how long people stay. But you can make more money if you get them to book for six months. You yeah, but then do you want income. a bunch of people that, like, is this like a like a It's guaranteed income. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I'm just, that's not, I don't agree. Sorry. I, I understand what you're saying. But. I just think that there should be a cap on how long you can stay in an RV park because- Give people the chance to like come in and see. And then, don't you want multiple people? Well, no. Here? A lot, a lot of our peaks, a lot of RV parks do have limits on how long you can. Because stay. it's like okay, so some do, a lot don't. No, a lot of them have like a month limit. Most, most RV parks have a month limit okay. or, or something like that. I mean, there are some that don't, but I even think a month is too long, because if everyone's doing a month in Telluride in May, June, July. August, September, each of those people, each RV is doing a month that takes away from the whole season. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from. I just don't agree with you. I think that there should be a two week limit on the amount people can stay at RV park. Cause wouldn't you want more people coming in your RV park See, to get I mean, more experience? That, that, I, I, I get you. I get you. I, so this can kind of relate to, I don't want to get political or anything, but like I get what you're saying and it makes sense. But that's not how the real world works. I mean, like, I get it. Like, oh, we should limit it so that everybody's equal and has this same no, thing. No, it's not about being equal. Not how the real I world just works. think it's like I, people it, it parking. Okay, but we're not trying to get political here. It's more, you are, I'm not. What I'm simply just saying is, is like, I think that it would just almost in a way, yeah, be kind of fair and also to like allow well, you know, other people. Communism and socialism is totally fair, except for the people that take advantage of the system and like mess it all up. I'm, I simply am just talking about RV parks <laughs> and he's bringing this shit up and I'm not, you can all vouch for me. I didn't start this. I'm sticking to RV parks. I don't know why you are getting all, it's, it's the whiskey talking. Oh Yeah. Says the one drinking a Moscow mule. I'm not drinking a Moscow mule. I'm uh -huh. drinking you whiskey. Are, you support the Russians? Is that what you're doing? Oh my God, stop. <laughs> it's not even a real copper cup. It's not even a Moscow it, mule. It's a stolen cup, too. <laughs> you stole it. I did. Your mom stole it. <laughs> she did. My mom, well, she didn't know she was stealing it. Because, so, it's a, well, it's not a real copper cup. It's not a real, it tastes horrible. So she, so, Miss Russia supporter, communist over here. Can you, can we not do that? <laughs> On here, I'm <laughs> kidding. kidding. You, do you do you want to get demonetized? Uh, yeah, well, maybe so. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's happened a lot lately. But yeah. anyway, so uh, <laughs> who is it hurting here, <laughs> me or you? Yeah. But anyway, so she had one of those in uh, uh, in uh, Fall Creek Falls, and then took it back to the room and whatever. And so, well, then, no, your mom. We were in the conference room where right. we booked it, and then I was drinking it, but the bar closed, so I couldn't return it. Your mom was like, oh, I need a cup to put my wine in. So I was like, oh, here you go. Just use the one I washed it out for her, gave it to her. And then we just ended up going to bed, and then I never saw it again. So it was kind of my fault in a way. Well, like, so then the next morning she's like, here, and she's packing all this stuff in our RV, but she's about to leave. And then we leave, and like, oh, there's a cup. And I'm like, Vicky, that's not mine. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Is it? Is it the hotels? I'm like, yeah. yes. It's okay, though. I think they'll survive. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, okay. unless we get 
we're not allowed back next year. Yeah. So, yeah, we try not to steal anything else on the rest of the trip. Appreciate it. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So uh, tomorrow we're getting up driving about four and a half hours. Uh, we actually need we need to stop and get uh, propane. We've been out of mm. propane for a while. So what are we going to do with the golf clubs in the shower? Well, that's true. Yeah. So our <laughs> our, oh, yeah. our our shower is our golf club storage area right now. Well, what are we going to do with those? Because those aren't going back in once we clean the, once I clean the shower. I haven't really decided where I'm putting the golf clubs yet. I Can don't you put know. them in the uh, trailer? Well, no. I mean, they'd be stolen in a heartbeat if I put them in the trailer. There's no... Could you leave them in storage? What, what storage do we have? <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just thinking. I might play golf one of these days. I played golf in Tennessee. Yeah, because that was their family reunion. Exactly. We have a very competitive family, and we we, uh, we play golf. We play softball. They used to have like they used to be a lot more competitive. They used to like have tennis tournaments, golf tournaments. I want to see stuff. you use those golf clubs. I'm not a bad golfer. I never said you were a bad I, golfer. I didn't. Oh, relax. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you are that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, am I? Listen, I just want to see you use the golf clubs since we have them. So you're giving me free reign to like go play golf and leave Please. you alone. Okay, sweet. Awesome. So, go ahead. All right, great. Have so fun. I can go play golf anytime I want. I never tell you what to do. You can always go do whatever you want. I'm going to go play golf in Breckenridge. Probably not. It's probably very expensive. I don't even know if they have courses there, but I don't know. I'll play in Carbondale. Okay. Can I drive the golf cart? <laughs> See, but no. But you want to you I go. Like I, thought, I, thought I, I thought I was going to get to go play on my own and like have some, I don't know. No? Have some what? Guy time <laughs> yeah. by yourself? Hey, that's still guy time. I mean, knock yourself out. Okay. All right. All right. So we're closing in on an hour of this. So and <laughs> we're going to fight ourselves after this ends. Oh, is that what's going to happen? <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for watching. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, of course, uh, there's sailing noodles on YouTube. There's glamping noodles on YouTube. Don't forget flying doodles. Check that out. Uh, I haven't posted there in a while, but there's like, I don't know, there's like 70 or 80 videos up. Check out Flying Doodles. Of course, sailingdoodles.com. You can check out all our, uh, we have a sailing school on there. We have a webinar on there and our merch store. And then, of course, uh, be sure to check out Sailing Doodles because we're announcing the new boat. By the time this video comes out tomorrow, it'll be out. So, Thanks, guys, for watching. You know, and cheers. Thank in. you for joining, Steph. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Bye.